All right, it's me. Do you guys like my hat? It's a me, myself, and I. I know, I know. There's no guest over here. Do I usually have them on this side? Yeah, I usually have them on this side. So what do you guys think? Huh? I know it's an early celebration, but I thought it apropos. Um, and I have, I even have one of these bad boys. I even got... I even went as far for you guys and got a party confetti popper, but I decided not to use it because I would have to end up cleaning it up and I don't want to clean it up. So to everybody out there, to the Serpents and Doves family, welcome, welcome, welcome. And because I'm not going to be doing anything on the 31st, because I'm going to be hanging out with my family, as probably a lot of you are, or probably going to sleep early, Happy New Year 2023, and boy, it's probably shaping up to be a pretty big doozy. So, I know, look, I, I don't want you guys to have to look at this the entire podcast, because I can imagine that's not cool. So, in the interest of keeping everybody's sanity, I will remove it, all right? And uh, you won't have to see it again. Anyways, welcome, everybody. Uh, sorry I was a few minutes late. Of course, as always, my technology wasn't working properly, so I had to do some troubleshooting, and, well, thank God it's working now. So, thank you so much for joining us. All right, well, let's see who is in the house. Okay, first of all, I want to give a big, big shout-out and welcome to two. I think both of them are on. Yes, two of our new moderators, Jacqueline and Carly. If You know what? Maybe I should do the... Uh, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do the confetti thing because then I'm going to have... Uh, just pretend there's lots of confetti and lots of, you know, uh, those little whatever party, whatever they're called. So thank you so much. It is great to have Bima Seed Academy, Jacqueline and Carly, Saved by Grace, um, joining the one, the only Ruthie Price moderating. And if I had a way of doing sound effects, and I actually think I do, but... You know what? I'm not sure which one it is. It's like uh, people clapping and... Uh, yeah. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Welcome our moderators. All right. That's for you guys. Okay, anyways. All right. Cut that short. What is going on, everybody? So good to see you guys. Um, we probably have some new folks on. I'm going to try and not focus over here. I will move that over. Doesn't look like I'm constantly looking over there. But boy, it is going. 2022 flew by for me. At least it's flying by for me. It's like, you know, we had Thanksgiving and totally looking forward to hanging out Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving came and went. And for us as a family, what we like to do, which is uh, customary for us, is the very next day after Thanksgiving, we start playing Christmas music. We set up the Christmas lights. We set up Christmas. And uh, it just, it came and went so, so quick. But we did enjoy it. We did, did enjoy it. And here we are. We are, let me see, 29, 
30, 31. We are three days away from 2023. And boy, whoo, what is 2023 going to look like? Uh, I don't know if I want to know what, well, yeah, we, we do. We need to know what 2023 is going to look like, and it'll get here sooner than we think. But anyways, I want to say hello to everybody. As always, I love to see where where you guys are coming. I mean, well, I know some of you guys are from Washington. Some of you guys, I got Cece in the house, I think. Yes, Cece, I see you over there from South Africa. But please tell me, we got Boise, Idaho. We got Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And uh, I want to say that's Ledley Montgomery, but I don't know. So please pardon me. Um, and again, guys, give thumbs up to all these beautiful and wonderful moderators. They are doing such a fabulous job. I am super, super humbled uh, to have them on. And Ruthie is amazing as well. So I am stoked. Okay, so here we go. We got Shirley from Australia. Shirley J. What's up, Shirley J.? We got Tina Marie from Northern Virginia, JF, New York. Hey, how you doing? I'm so glad to have you on, JF. Hey, this is good. You're joining us too. This is good. We got Oklahoma City, Pookie, of course, SoCal native. Love the Pookie in the house with the SoCal. Another SoCal, Paola C. Uh, Tim, what's up, dude? What's going on? Tim Gaines is in the house. We got Oregon, Kentucky. Bob Sheldon said he saw England. So that's great, man. It looks like we've got England in the house today. Nebraska, Reno, Nevada. Uh, let's see, Littleton, Colorado. And uh, Ryan from Australia. Jesus is the only way. Dude, love to have you from down under. That's great. So Texas, Cottonwood, California. I mean, we got uh, the whole world is in the house. The whole world's in the house. So look, let me break this down for you guys. I am going to try my best to not depress everybody, okay? Because I don't want to get depressed, and you guys don't want to get depressed. And I don't want to do that to you guys. But, but, okay, I was trying, I love interacting with you folks, okay? So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you guys, I couldn't come up with a good way of giving these three books away. Now, I'm not going to be giving books away all the time. I know I did it last time, but there's just so much good material out there that I want to get it in your hands. So I have these three books. I was giving these away for free. It's called The Prophetic Manifesto. It's a short little read, but a fabulous one. It's by Dr. David Reagan. I've got three of these, okay? Now, I'm going to put my moderators on the spot. Um, my lovely, wonderful mods... I've got three of these books. If you guys can think of some kind of way to give these out, I would love that. Now, I know I'm putting you guys on the hot seat because it's just an easy thing for me to do because I couldn't come up with a good idea, right? I mean, Olivier Melnick was fabulous. He just, bam, he just went on and, hey, you know what? Answer this question. I tried that and... uh Anyways, mods, if you can think of, of three ways of, of a way to, I'm going to look to see, but if not, we'll figure out a way to get three books to some of you guys out there for free. All right. So boom, it's a good book. It's a really, really good book actually. And it's a quick read. So some of you guys like reading it. Some of you don't. Um, yes, Richard, Wa Richard Waller, this poster right here and that skate deck that I did, I painted this one. Yes, this is Billy Graham right here. It is uh, him 
um, praying. And I really, look, say what you may, Billy Graham, I get it. I've heard it all. I've read his books. I've read the autobiographies. Uh, just do me a favor. Please don't write in and just, you know, slam. I, I get it, okay? Billy Graham did do good work for the Lord. I get the other side, but Billy Graham did do some good work for the Lord. It is... Um, it is this. This was my rough. I roughed that in. That is the rough of this right here. But the reason why I did that is because we need to be doing a whole lot more of this as the church. We need to be praying, and we will get to that, okay? And I'm not just—trust me, I'm not uh, I'm not dogging on any of you guys specifically. I include myself in this. We are all a family— and we're all together on this. And praise God for his grace, his mercy, and uh, whew, his patience with us, his long-suffering. Praise the Lord for that. But we will get to that, okay? So I'm going to try. This is beautiful. I want to interact with my family as much as I possibly can. And so, um, yes, I know. I did. That is my, that's my sorry attempt at Sean Connery. So um, I, I, you know what? I did it. And... Uh, Pookie wants me to, to talk in Russian. So if you guys would like me to talk in Russian like this, I can do this the whole time. And I know some of you guys get kicked out of me talking. So let me tell you about the three books, please. You'll love the books. It's great. You'll really like them. So I think we need to get to uh, how say, uh, let's get the crack a lacking. Okay, so let's get going. All right, so there we go, okay? Um, anyways, moving on now. <laughs> Look, let's do some housekeeping. Let's let's move on, and uh, let's get into it, folks. Uh, did anybody did ask which book a certain scripture is from? Okay. Hey, that's good. That's that's good. Let's see. Carly said that. Okay, so here's my sword. This is my, my little sword. I got my big sword in the house. I'm going to read a scripture that I'm going to read from later on. It's a verse, and I'm not going to tell you. Great. By the way, Carly, that was amazing. Okay, so first one to answer, and I might do two more of these throughout to give these. All right, so mods, you got to pay attention to who answers this one correctly. Maybe I should have texted the answer ahead of time, right? You see what I mean? I don't plan things the right way, and uh, they don't always turn out. Don't be peeking. Don't be looking. Hold on. Let me get there. I'm going to read it. I know which one it is. And most of you guys know which one this one is, all right? But I'm going to read this one anyways because I'm going to touch on it later on. So here we go. All right. Let me. Don't be peeking. Let me get there. All right. Here we are. Okay. This is it. So if you guys can tell me what book and chapter, I'm not going to even say verse, but if you want to throw the verse in there, bonus. I'll even send in stickers or even, hey, I got magnets. I'll send you a magnet. So this is bonus, okay? Here it is. This is what the verse says. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Okay? That's verse one for book one. All right, mods, it's on. So I'm going to try and pay attention to... Let's see it, folks. All right, that is the verse. And uh, yeah, no, uh, that's not it. But keep keep going, all right? So let's see. Okay, folks, we are in for a treat. Well, at least I think so, because as I was prepping for this, there is no way on earth that I would be able 
to put, okay, so uh, Charlotte Marshall, you're on to something. Paula, you're on. Yes, 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 yes. We have got a winner, Camille Marie, Psalm 37.4. And I will even give it to you. I got Psalm 37.4, and it was three and four. But we will give it to you. Uh, Camille, do me a favor. You um, send me your address, mailing address. Tell me that you won, okay? And I will get that book out, some stickers, and a... Um, and a magnet out to you. Camille Marie, okay? Go on my website here. Let me show you guys what I need you guys to do real quick. If uh, when you guys win, like Camille just won the book, okay? This one here. Um, and because I want to do this, it's a new year. We're going to have fun first before we get into the material. So don't gripe. I know there's some people that don't like the fluff. I love the fluff. I'm all about the fluff. So, okay, let me get on over here uh, to the website. Camille, I need you to go to the Serpents and Dove site. Go to the Connect tab right here, and then fill this out. Name, give me your email, subject, I won the book, all right? That way I know, I won the book, and then put your address right there. I will go ahead and send that stuff out to you. Congratulations, you know your sword, all right? Some of you guys were good. You, you were in the book. You were in the book, all right? And uh, don't worry, we got two more to go, two more to go throughout the, uh, throughout the podcast. Okay, folks, listen. Um, I said we were going to do some housekeeping. Let's just do it really, really quick because I really want to get started. I know you guys probably have other things to do. By the way, I have no clue. What time is it in Australia right now? Is it daytime the next day? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, so um, let's get on over here. Uh, for most of you, you guys know the Serpents and Doves website. All of the material is here, and I highly, highly encourage you, and I'm asking to share the website with folks, as many as you can, as well as the YouTube channel, and I want to encourage people to subscribe, to, to like it, to share it, just because the algorithm takes, you know, when somebody, uh, when a video is doing good, they post it and promote it on other people's walls. And so if we can get the word of God out, great. So if you like what you see, if you enjoy the content, if you would like and feel led by the Lord, okay, to support the ministry, you can do that right there. Uh, the donate button is right there and uh, click on that. There's... There's ways to do that or the, the shop tab, which is right here. And there's goods in here as well. So um, that's that. I don't want to take more time looking into that or sharing that, but that is what it is. Yes. Congratulations, Camille. Okay. So listen, my heart, I've, I was thinking, what am I going to do? What are we going to talk about on the 28th? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I get really like, I'm like nervous. What do I talk about? Lord, I want to talk about what you want me to talk about and not so much what I want to talk about. And so this is always something that happens. Even when I'm setting up a podcast to talk with somebody else, the subject matter is to me of utmost importance, right? Content, but just not empty content. I want it to be led by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit. And so as I was kind of thinking about this, there are a lot of folks out there that are doing um, end of year reviews, you know, take a look back. Let's see where we were at in 2022. Let's look forward. And I am going to kind of do a little bit of that, but maybe in a different light. And the way that I'm going to do this is the way that the Lord led me to do this and set this up was like this. So 
we all know that we're living, I believe, and most of you guys believe as well, that we are living in the last of the last days, right? The last days of church history as we know it. And um, according to the Bible, things are going to get worse. The other day, I like the way that Brother Lee Brainerd put it, like Braxton Hicks, right? And they're not technically the the um, contractions that you know are going to be leading to birth, because that comes later, but these Braxton Hick contractions, that's exactly what we're seeing. That's exactly, and they're getting, you know, they're coming more often, which means, guess what? You're going to have to go to the hospital, and the baby's going to be born in the hospital prayerfully, right? Unless you get a midwife, and then you have it at, nah, never mind. Anyways, so... As I was taking a look, as I was prepping for this, I'm taking a look back at, at world events and how often these things would happen. And I would encourage everybody that's watching today to do that, to go back and take a look at events, major events, right? What we would call major events that happened at least in history that we know of and, and see the frequency and intensity of those events and then look to see how they increase as they lead to where we're at right now, present day. And um, there were massive, big, big events as I'm looking through this. I'm going to share some of them. I can't share all of them, obviously, because you guys have a life and you got other things to do. But as I was looking through these things, it really surprised me of how it, um, it increased, but exponentially. And we know that as these signs converge, as they come together, as they crisscross, they intersect, whatever term you want to use, we know to be looking for the Lord to come, you know, to, to, to come take us away, the rapture of the church. As we're looking around us and we see all these events happening and they're happening faster and faster. I mean, I had a hard time figuring out what to put. But as we do this for each one of us, it should encourage us. And I want to say this. I am going to keep saying this over and over and over. Do not be discouraged. The Bible tells us, the Lord told us a bazillion times all throughout Scripture, what? Do not fear. And then he tells us what? Like I just read right now, trust in the Lord. I mean, over and over and over again. And I know that things can get discouraging. I know that we can take a look at what's happening around the world. I know that we can take a look at what's happening on a daily basis, and it wears on us. Like Pastor Brandon says, which, by the way, um, hold on. I got, uh, uh, what? okay, yeah, that's a good one. Ruthie just sent me a, uh, a question. I'm going to have to look at that, too. So, But um, it's important for us to make sure that uh, as we look around, let's not get down. It's easy to. Pastor Brandon calls it evil fatigue. I get evil fatigue. I get it all the time. Well, nah, I don't want to say all the time because I'm not like, ooh, woe is me. But for the believer, and I've said this a million times, I'm going to harp on it over and over again. But for the believer, what is coming far outweighs anything that we have had. I mean, it is the most encouraging thing to me to know that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is coming at any moment. Okay. And that encourages me. So as we move forward, as we move closer, things are obviously going to get worse. But for the believer, that means that things are going to get better and things are getting better. I know that sounds backwards, but it's not. Okay. So um, 
let's get crack a lacking. Let's do this. Let's get moving because there's a lot of things. So as I told you guys, I want to just kind of look back at where we've been. And uh, let me move this over because I want to look at the chat. I'm trying to keep an eye on the chat as well because I, you know what? We're all hanging out here. We're all interacting. You guys are my guests today. I love it. You guys are all my guests today. So um, this is what I wanted to, I titled it The Time is Upon Us because I really believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are living in the last of the last days. I believe that most of you guys would agree with that. And if we take a look and survey the landscape on a global level, it's easy for us to see that we are in the last of the last days, what the Lord calls the last days, right? And so again, for us, that should be encouraging. But let's take a quick look, and I'm going back, all right? Let's take a look to see how things have gotten progressively bad. They've gone from bad to worse, and they're only going to get worser because, you know, worser is a word, right? Um, they're only going to get worse, as we move forward. But um, I always, I thought it would be interesting. So here we are waiting for 2023. And, uh, you know, the, the 31st is going to come, we're going to celebrate, oh, happy new year that, you know, the, the old, the ball's going to drop, the new one's going to go up, however it is they celebrate all around the world. But I'm thinking here that we don't know what the future holds. We don't know what 2023 holds, just like we didn't know in 2019 what 2020 would hold, or in 2021, what 2022 would hold, right? But my wife is constantly telling me, and I love it, she says, even though we don't know the future, we know who holds the future. And I mean, that's a really profound statement for us. We don't know what is coming, but we know that God holds it all in the palm of his hands. On January 1st of 2023, we're going to have the Rose Parade. It happens here in Pasadena, California, and they use Colorado Avenue as the uh, the parade route. And uh, I want to share with you guys what Pastor Chuck used to say, and this is a rough, okay, this is not verbatim, but like I told you guys recently, I want you guys to be encouraged knowing that our Lord and Savior sees the end from the beginning and vice versa. He sees it all. Uh, he's never early. He is never late. Our Lord, Jesus Christ, is always on time. And may I, I want you guys to remember this. I'm going to keep harping on this throughout this entire podcast because it's important for us to remember that because that brings us hope. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, knows the end from the beginning. Nothing catches him by surprise. He knows your situation. He knows it better than you do. He knows my situation. And he knows every single one of us, what we are going through. He knows the battles that we're facing. He knows the obstacles that are in front of us. But praise God that through him, we are overcomers. Our victory is in Christ Jesus, right? And so ultimately, we know where we're going to end up. We know that we're going to be in the presence of the Lord someday. And I believe someday soon. Now, um, so going back to, to that picture that Chuck Smith gave, and this was in a talk, I believe, in his C2000 or C3000 series. He did, um, while he was going through the book of Revelation, as he talked about what the word revelation means, in Spanish we call the book of Revelation el libro de apocalipsis, right? Um, the word apocalipsis or uh, apocalypsis, it's the word that means unveiling, 
And uh, very similar to if somebody is going to be, if, if a company or a car company, like someone like Chip Foose, I don't know if many of you guys know what Chip, who Chip Foose is, but amazing car designer. It would be very similar to if, and I don't know if they do this, but Chip Foose just, you know, decks out this car and just amazing, beautiful car. Nobody knows there's this reveal. They have the tarp over it and it's this big gathering. He has people over, the press is over whatever, yada, yada, yada. By the way, yada, yada, I don't know if she's on here. Uh, if, if we catch you on the flip side, um, Lord bless you, okay? Love to have yada, yada on here too. But anyways, going back to the illustration, uh, the unveiling, apocalypsis, right? Apocalypsis, what that means is unveiling. So we got the car covered up and the moment finally comes and they get the cover and they pull it off. That that pulling off and the unveiling of this brand new vehicle or you know Chip Foose's masterpiece, whether it's that or an art piece, whatever it is, that is what the Lord is conveying in the book of Revelation. That is what Revelation means, okay? So God is unveiling to us the things that are going to be coming in the future. And so... Uh, the way that Pastor Chuck put it, and I love it because God sees the end from the beginning, and he was talking about history, right? As we're going to kind of get into some of the things that happen. The parade route starts here and kind of winds its way all around and has its, its uh, culmination, the end on, over here. We can only see where we're standing. So if you are at the beginning of the route, and the parade is moving up, okay, you will see it coming, and you will see the parade, the float, whatever float it is, you know, I have no idea what, you know, who the sponsors are now, but let's say you have uh, the, I don't know, I don't even know who does parades now, but I mean floats, uh, let's say the, the Coca-Cola, and I know that was a bad example, they're fully woke, I get that, but just bear with me. Coca-Cola float is coming along, you're sitting there, you see it come by, and then you see it go. And the same goes for every single float that comes by, and you're just, whoa, wow, ooh, mesmerized by everything you see, right? Okay, well, it is now ahead of you. The Coca-Cola float is ahead of you. Let's say you are three quarters of the way um, close to the end, right? You're sitting there, and the float comes and the float goes. You're only right there. But if you want to see what's coming up, you get in your car and you drive to the beginning of the route and you get out and you can see what's coming. All right. Now, if you said, wow, the Coca-Cola float was beautiful, man, that thing is great. I think that was like, I've never seen something like that. I would love to see that again. Well, what are you going to do if you're at the beginning? You want to see something that already passed by, you're going to get in your car and you're going to drive all the way close to the end and you're going to be able to see what was and is coming again. You already saw that, okay? The Lord doesn't operate that way. Think of the Lord, I know this is a bad analogy, but think of him as if he was in the Goodyear blimp. And I'm sure the majority of you guys know what the Goodyear blimp is. If you don't, go look up the Goodyear blimp. It's a dirigible. He's up at the top. And the Lord could see everything. He could see the beginning. He could see the as it's making its way all the way. And he could see the end as well. He could see them parking the, the, the floats so that people could go see them. The Lord sees the end from the beginning. 
and there is nothing that catches the Lord by surprise, not one thing. And it's, it should be encouraging to each and every one of us to know that whatever our situation is, God is in the midst of there. Um, how many of you guys, and this is old, I'm going way back, but it was huge. How many of you remember the, um, it wasn't really a poem, but it was a write. It was called Footprints. I would love to know. How many of you guys remember Footprints? It was cool. I have one. I think we have it, we have it framed um, for people to read. But it was the person asking, hey, you know what? When things were good, I saw two sets of footprints. But then all of a sudden, I f- what happened? You left me all alone. I only saw one set of footprints in the sand. And it was the Lord saying pretty much, hey, it was in those bad moments. It was in the moments where you just couldn't, where you felt like giving up. It was in the moments where you were in the deepest, darkest valleys. Those footprints, those weren't yours. My son, my daughter, those footprints were mine. And I was carrying you. I was carrying you during those times. And to me, that speaks volumes because that should encourage us as I get so much, um, I get so, so much correspondence of people that are really hurting. Okay. And the Lord, I want everybody to know that the Lord meets us exactly where we're at. And he knows exactly what each and everybody is going through. And rest assured that the Lord will supply your needs according to his will in Christ Jesus. I mean, he will. He is faithful. Okay? So with that said, as I kind of go through these, and I'm, I'm going to try to go through these really quick, think about people back then as I read these years. Think about them the year before. They had no clue what was coming the next year. But again... The Lord did. And rest at ease that the Lord knows each and every moment of history and knows what's coming. But I believe that the Lord is going to come back for us soon. Okay, so let's get going with that. Yes, um, Jesus is the only way. Yes, footprints. Okay, I'm so glad. Footprints. Yeah, it was a beautiful one of you guys. I'm sure you could find it online. But okay, check this out. So think about it. 1923. All right, hold on. I'm going to take some of my, I'm going to take a sip for any of you guys wondering what this is, and I'm sure you're not, but I'm going to tell you anyways, because it's just needless information. It is spinach juice, carrot juice, uh, what else? Beet juice and uh, apple. I know, I love it. I, I, it's just delicious. I know, I'm weird that way. Anyways, okay, back to it. 1923. A man by the name of Adolf Hitler goes to jail, okay, for a failed attempted coup. He was trying to overthrow the government at that time in Germany. So um, it was in prison, remember, in prison, while he was in prison, that he wrote his uh, book called Mein Kampf. But that was in 1923. Now get this, he only served a little over a year. The Supreme Court, um, I guess, gave him uh, leniency, And, uh, well, yeah, I believe it was the, no, it wasn't the Supreme Court. Well, maybe it was. Anyways, they gave him leniency. Somebody gave him leniency, all right? It was a little over a year that he served in prison, comes out. But it's interesting that as you read that, in prison, you know what? He was was not treated like a prisoner. He was allowed visitors, and uh, the guards treated him pretty much like a king. 1923, all right? Now, mind you, this is brewing all right. And um, he gets out just a little bit over a year after. 
So imagine a guy that tried to to you know to overthrow the government. They let him out a year later. Now, mind you, that uh, Germany is is in dire straits. And so, fast forward, what would you be thinking in 1931 of 1932? Well, another year's coming. We got to work hard. Some people lost a lot of money. Um, you know, uh, and the, the Great Depression and so on and so forth. You had Germany recovering from the reparations that of World War One. They're still trying to pay. I mean, Germans were in dire straits. So I'm wondering what people were thinking 1931. Well, Happy New Year, right? Welcome in 1932. And we have again Adolf Hitler. Now, mind you, he was Austrian born German politician, all right? He obtains German citizenship by naturalization. Not only was he in prison because he tried to overthrow the government, not only did they only, they, he was supposed to serve five years and he only served a little over one, they actually allow him to become a German citizenship. Not only that, he's allowed to run in the elections of 1932. So fast forward 1932, everybody's thinking, well, we got December 31st. We got 1933 coming along. Hopefully, it'll be a better year. Well, 1933 rolls around, and Hitler becomes the chancellor of Germany. And I think the most of you guys could you know, figure that out. The rest is history. I'm sure nobody in 1932 probably thought, well, you know what? This is going to be really bad. 1933. Fast forward to 1939, which I will get to, invades Poland, start a World War II. So think about that, year before. 1938, that is when Hitler annexes Austria. Does that sound familiar? The annexation of other countries or portions of other countries. I'll let you guys stew on that, all right? That sounds all too familiar with 2022 and a certain Vladimir Putin. Putin, Putin, a certain Vladimir Putin. Okay, I'll talk like that, make it sound better. But 1937, I'm sure people weren't thinking about, hey, what are going to be the consequences of this? All right, so here we go. 1938, he annexes Austria. Okay, no big deal. Life goes on as normal. Let's fast forward. 1939, hey, happy new year, right? 1939, well, what? Hitler invades Poland, and that marks the beginning of World War II. And that goes all the way to 1945, all right? We got 1944, which is D-Day, beginning of the final phase of World War II. And here, 1944, we're fighting a war on both the Asian front and we're fighting a war, on the, I'm sorry, the Pacific front, and we're fighting a war in the European front. 1944, December 31st, I wonder how many people were thinking in Japan hey, you know what, maybe 1945 will be a better year for us because the common people are always the one that pay the consequences. Remember that. 1944, 1945 comes, happy new year. The end of World War II, but the end of the Pacific comes with Hiroshima and Nagasaki getting the atomic bomb. So I'm sure those people weren't expecting that. 1945. 1945. Now, even though that might seem like a long time ago, it really wasn't. It really, really wasn't. So look, I've got a whole slew of these. So as I'm reading these, 
Think of what people were thinking the year before. 1948, this is huge for us, especially Bible prophecy, Israel becomes a nation. I mean huge. How many would have said in 1947, 1946, that in 1948, Israel was going to become a nation just like the Lord prophesied, just like the Bible said it would in one day? Well, it did, and that was huge, huge. I mean, talk about the super sign for Bible prophecy, that would be it, okay? So we have... 1948, and every, I mean, okay, the, the, the Jewish nation, the people are stoked about this. We're, we just came off of a war. In comes 1948. Israel becomes a nation in one day, December of 1930, uh, 1948. I don't think too many people were thinking of what was going to happen in 1949 when Mao Zedong took over China and turned it into a communist country. How's that going today? That was in 1949, right? Think about that, 1949. 1949 in December, whoa, that was a you know, big year. 1950 comes along, what happens? The U.S. just freshly off of World War II, Korean War starts, 1950. Okay, we got, so think about the years. As I'm reading these, I'm going to just go quick or else we're going to be here all night long. You guys get the picture, okay? 1961. The Soviets beat us to space, and the Berlin Wall goes up. That's in 61. 1962, Cuban Missile Crisis. What were people thinking in 1961 before 1962 came along? I mean, we came really close to nuclear war there. I'm sure people weren't thinking in December of 1961 that we were going to have that Cuban Missile Crisis. And how long did, did, did the ramifications of that last? Okay, I think we're still seeing some of that. 1963, what happened in November, some of you probably remember, were probably alive back then, JFK was assassinated. Again, the theme that I'm trying to get here is how many people were expecting in December of the year previous what was going to happen the next year that they were going to be ushering in. Okay, so think about that. 67, Israel and Arab go to war, six-day war. 69, the first man on the moon, Vietnam War. We got the U.S. troop involvement. It reaches a peak at that time. I mean, we're, we're committed, unfortunately. We're committed. What a big blemish in U.S. history. 1974, we have the resignation of Nixon over Watergate. Do I need to say, I, I don't even want to get into, okay, he resigned over Watergate. And uh, I'll let you guys stew on that one where we're at now. Anyways, compare that to today. 1975, end of the Vietnam War. Here's a big one, 1979. And again, this applies to prophecy because there were those in prophecy teaching that Iran was going to become one of Israel's biggest enemies. And before 1979 came, most people thought that we were one flew over the cuckoo's nest if we were saying that. You guys are nuts. You're out of your mind. What are you talking about, sweetheart? That's never going to happen. Well, guess what? 1979 rolls around, and the Ayatollah Khomeini returns to Iran from exile. And how has that, how is that going till today? Just like how how did it go with uh, Mao coming into power in 1949? How's that going today? But it's all falling into place now. These aren't the only major events that happened these years. There were also other ones. Okay. 
But let me let me let me keep going. You'll get there. 1986, the Challenger disaster happened in January 28th. Those people that were on the Challenger, the seven astronauts, they celebrated December 31st. Happy New Year with their families. Oh, we're gonna get to go to space. Or do you guys think that they knew that on January 28th it was gonna be their last breath coming going out of Earth on Earth? And either in the presence of one of two places, in heaven, in the presence of the Lord, or in hell. They didn't know that. God knows all that. But we don't. So, let's keep going. Um, 1989, we have the Tiananmen Square Massacre. I mean, that was huge. Again, this is, this is a result of the communist takeover in 1949. A lot of you guys remember that, but also good news. In 1989, you had the fall of the Berlin Wall, right? And another good news, in 1989, you had communism fall into Romania, Nicolae Ceausescu. I mean, that dude was one of the worst tyrants in all of history. If you guys would like to know what it was like to live in communist Romania, I highly encourage you guys to read, um, oh my land, what is the story? Uh, Voice of the Martyrs. He founded Voice of the Martyrs. What was his name? See, now... Now you got me wondering. I'm gonna want. I want to tell you guys who he was. So, uh, let's see who founded Richard Wormbrand. Thank you. That's what it was. Thank you, Lord. It was Richard Wormbrand. Please wait. Was it Richard Wormbrand? Now see. Now I'm all confused. You know what, family? Can one of you guys check me on that, please? Who was it that founded Voice of the Martyrs? I'm gonna look in the comments. If somebody, oh, there you go. Who founded Voice of the Martyrs? I will give you... Yeah, it was Richard Warmbrand. Okay, good. I was right. Forget that. Richard Warmbrand. Okay, cool. All right. So um, look up Voice of the Martyrs. Look up Richard's story. Look at look up... Uh, I highly encourage you guys to read uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs. It is not an easy read. Um, I couldn't get through the entire thing in you know one or two sittings. It is really, really difficult. But where am I getting at? That was good news when Nikolai Ceausescu uh, and communism fell in Romania. So let's keep going. What do we have? And I'm trying to move fast here. 1990, Operation Desert Storm begins. We have a lot of vets that serve there. If you served in our military, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for serving this country and fighting for our freedoms. Thank you very much. Um, Let's see, 2001, we have what? September of 2001. How many of us, how many of us figured that something like that was going to happen December of 2000? I'm sorry, none of us did. Not one of us. But the Lord knew. And we know that the ramifications on a political level and multiple levels that I can't get into right here, or else they'll, they'll censor me, we're still feeling those today, and they're only intensifying, okay? We got the capture of Saddam Hussein, 2003. Again, these are just some. 2004, Facebook was founded, and a lot of us were cheering. Oh, that's cool, Facebook. That's great. How's that working out so far? Twitter, you know? I mean, now we got Elon in there, but how's that working out, right? YouTube, like there's things I can't say. Um, whew, this is a big one. We have 2008. So Obama is elected president in 2008. I'll, I'll let you guys stew on that one. 
And then we got 2016, Trump was elected president. I believe the Lord gave us some respite. Um, and then starting in 2020, I am not going to comment on that. You all know the reasons why I cannot comment. But you guys know that in the last two years, we have had probably the most significant events happen in all of history, okay? But the difference of everything that I read to you guys all right now is that they were all um, scattered throughout the globe. They were all, um, some of, they weren't on a global scale, okay? These were, they happened over here in some areas. They were random places all around the world where these happened. The difference is, and I know World War II, there were a lot of countries involved in World War II, World War I. I get that. I understand. But again, what I'm trying to get at right now is that since, I would say probably even the last five years, especially the last two to three years, and even the last two years, the amount of prophetic events that have been happening have increased. And here is the difference of everything that I just read to you guys. The difference is it's happening on a global scale and it's happening all across the board. Just like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ said it was going to happen. We have wars and rumors of wars, threats of wars, whether it be on a military level or on an economic level, right? You have economic warfare, and then you have the military warfare. You have psyops warfare. You have all kinds of warfare going on. And this isn't just relegated to one part of the world. The big focus, obviously, is Russia-Ukraine. But we know that it's happening on multiple places around the world. Um, and I kind of talked a bit about that with, uh, who was it? I don't remember. It was Pastor James. Uh, I think it was Pastor James. But anyways, we also have um, the economy, the financial. We had remember the the we had the collapse of of Wall Street back in the twenties, and then we had the Great Depression. Um, a lot of people lost a lot of money, but remember that that was one event that was happening back then, one major event on the financial scale. Now I know there were others. But you could take that, and what's coming on a financial level is probably worse than that. On top of everything we're talking about, wars, rumors of wars, financial collapse. Uh, Britt and I talked about the creation of a central bank digital currency. Okay, we know that the pilot programs are going to start, and they're going to try to implement that. If you want to know more about that, go back and listen to Britt and I. And we covered that extensively. And Brit has one too. I linked it there. I believe I did. And so um, that's also happening. What else is happening? Well, we have food shortages. Food shortages where? Just here and there? No, this is all around the world. What else do we have? We have supply chain shortages, whether they were man-made or, and I believe they were, and unfortunately it's getting out of control and there's no coming back from that. We have supply chain shortages. We also have, on a geopolitical level, we have so much turmoil happening. I mean, just in the UK, you had a prime minister resign. Then you had uh, Liz Truss come on, who was, what, 45 days. Now you have a new prime minister. And then you have Prince Charles. 
you have the death of um, of Queen Elizabeth, okay? Uh, on multiple levels, even here at home. Uh, let me go over here and see if I can show you guys one big one, all right? I'm sure you guys remember this. The U.S. House passes a 1.7 what? Trillion bill funding federal government through when? Well, I hope a trillion dollars, I would hope, lasts at least 50 years. Yeah, right. $1.7 trillion through what? September. Look, folks, if I spent money the way that our government is spending money, um, there's no way on earth that that would happen, or if any of you guys did that, okay? What else is happening on top of that? We have... Um, let me get back over here. So supply chain disruptions. We got the CBDC, CBDC. We have massive inflation. Again, where is it? Is it here in the U.S.? No, it's everywhere, all around the world. We have farms getting shut down all around the world. I just had someone write a comment in, a farmer here in the States. And there is some crazy oversight by our government that is happening. It's not just that they want to know they don't want to, they, it's not like they only want to know what your land is, surveying the land. They want to know how many head of cattle you have, how many animals you have, and so on and so forth. So what's happening in Canada, what happened in uh, the Netherlands and other places all around the world, well, that's going to happen here. In time, it will. What else do we know? What else happened? Well, the breadbasket of Europe, right, with this war with Russia and Ukraine, well, that's toast. Right. And so what does that do? Well, that affects the entire world. When we had a bunch of ships parked out in China, I mean, by the hundreds, what did that do? Slowed everything down. A lot of businesses probably went out of business because they couldn't keep things on the shelf. And if you can't buy, I mean, if you can't sell your stuff, well, you're not getting money. Your business is going to go out. And so you have this whole climate change delirium happening. Where is it? Is it relegated just here to the States? No, it is global. It is all over the world. So I hope you guys are, and, and I know you do, but please understand that as I was kind of going through all of these events that happened throughout the years, none of them come anywhere near or close to the convergence of events happening today. And they're only accelerating and they're only getting quicker and faster and faster. So did I depress you guys enough because I can keep going? We have famines that are looming on the horizon. We have the threat of this coming year having a nuclear exchange with Russia. We know that that's a big possibility. It is a game changer. We know I, I mentioned, right, 1945, uh, Hiroshima, Nagasaki. The weapons that were used back then are peanuts compared to what they have nowadays. So think about these things. I'm trying to frame these things and put them in perspective because as we look at previous events in the world, we can see that all of those, all these massive events are all happening so quickly, so quickly that even for those of us that are trying to keep up with it, it is nearly impossible, nearly impossible. And so... Um, what does that mean for us? How are we to live in light of everything that I just shared? If everything our Lord and Savior says is going to happen, 
How are we to live in light of that? And this is the part where I want to try and encourage every single one of you guys, because I can sit here and we can talk about the Sermon on the Mount. We can talk about Matthew 24. We can talk about the book of Ezekiel and and the book of Revelation and how all of that is falling into place. And that's fine. We we do that. We are going to keep doing that. I'm not going to stop doing that. But how should we live in a world that gets so, so discouraging so often? Not only do we have our challenges, right? Whether it be financial, whether it be physical, whether it would be with family. Because folks, you guys know, and I know this very well, that there are so many families. There is an attack on the family. Satan wants to rip the family to shreds, okay? On multiple levels, on multiple levels. And so we have that attack going on. There are folks that are all by themselves. So not only are we dealing with those issues, On top of that, you have all of this turmoil happening that can oftentimes be very, very overwhelming. And I just want to share something that as we move into 2023, even though we don't know what it holds, but we know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ holds the future in his hands, and he knows exactly what's going to happen in 2023 and in 2024, and if the Lord tarries in 2025, I pray he comes quickly. Okay, how are we to live in light of that? Well, I want I kind of I kind of put out a few uh, points here that I wanted to share with you guys, which are helping me. Okay, first off, what we are doing here is huge. This fellowship that we have going on here, this family that we have going on here, this sharpening of one another in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. This is huge. Um, and I want to let everybody know, we also have a chat. It's I call it the fellowship hall on the on Telegram. For those of you guys that are on Telegram, I want to highly encourage you guys to go on there. Um, I'm not sure that if we can put that link on here or not. If we can't, I'll go ahead and somehow figure out a way to do that. Um, I think, Ruthie, you might have sent me the link for me to share, and I've just been shuffling my feet. So I will get that over to you guys. But it's a great time for us to fellowship, not to grow apart, but to grow together and closer in Christ because we know that the day approaches. Our Lord is coming back soon. So how are we to live in light of what we don't know, in light of the unknown? Because the unknown can be scary, right? It sure can. That can be unscary. But some of you guys that are adventurous, the unknown can be something cool. But I want to encourage you guys to stay focused. That's number one. Stay focused. Satan wants nothing more than to, um, than to have you guys distracted. And how does distraction is a tool of the enemy? Okay, so so remember, stay focused. But distraction is a a tactic that Satan will use in order for him to accomplish his goal. And what is his goal in your life, in the life of the believer? Well, it is to render you completely useless. It is to render you useless for the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is to render you and to paralyze you using his different tactics. What are some of those tactics that Satan will oftentimes employ in order for us to lose our focus on what the task at hand is? Well, one of them is fear. Okay, fear is a huge motivator to paralyze us as believers. 
I'm speaking to the choir, okay? I've had a wonderful talk with Eric Barger, who I love, love, love dearly, and he is my mentor, and Eric is a go-to guy for me, okay? And I had a talk when he came here not, not too long ago. I had a talk with him about fear and how Satan uses that to paralyze us and disable us from doing the work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But if we know that our Lord has our best interest in mind, and we know that our victory is in Jesus Christ, well, then you know what? We don't have anything to fear. The Bible says that we don't have a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. I said this in the beginning. Our Lord knew that we were going to be dealing with this because, unfortunately, it's a negative motivator. And that's why so often in Scripture, He tells us, do not fear. Do not fear. Okay, this is a verse I'm going to read, and most of you guys probably know it. This is for book number two, and the Lord just put this in my mind. I'm going to read it, okay? So put your thinking caps on. Speaking of fear and the what the Lord tells us, and I'm going there right now. Don't look. Don't peek. Okay, here we go. Let me get over there. All right, here we go. If I could find it, right? Here. Have I not commanded you? You know what? Let me back up one. Let me back up one. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Moving on to the next verse. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Here is the kicker. Do not be afraid. Nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So to my lovely moderators, whoever gets that one first, you got book number two coming to you, okay? The verse that I just read, tell me book and uh, at least one of the verses, and you got it, okay? Yes, I think Linda got it. Yes, Joshua 1.9. Can you just make sure, my lovely moderators, that Linda was the first one? If, in fact, Linda, that is you, um, I shared in the beginning how to go ahead and, and claim that. Um, so, uh, go, gal, you got it right, too. So, if mods, my lovely moderators, if you would be able to check, uh, that would be great. So, okay. So, again, fear. Fear is a tactic the enemy uses, okay? Coming back here. What's something else that the enemy uses in order to render us useless for the kingdom of God? Busyness. Oh, my land, I can't tell you how many people say, I'm just too busy. I'm too busy. Hey, what do you got? I'm too busy. I can't. And uh, I know we all fall guilty of that at some point or another, but I think it's important that if we don't know that, how are we going to be able to be mindful of knowing, hey, you know what? I need to pull the reins back a bit. Things are kind of getting out of control because when we're so busy and we're so caught up in the moment, we don't have anywhere else to focus but ourselves, okay? And so busyness is another tactic that the enemy uses. Remember, this is number one, to stay focused. What's another one? Apathy, indifference. These are all things that Satan will use and employ as tools for him to keep you uh, distracted from the things that make a difference. And what are those things? It is sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ because our days 
are short. Our Lord and Savior is coming back soon, and the Lord commanded us to share the gospel, and now is the time to do that more than ever. Not that we shouldn't be doing, not that we shouldn't have been doing it, but now more than ever. Now more than ever. So remember, it's really, really important. Stay focused. Stay focused. Number two, stay motivated. It's really, really easy to become discouraged as I've just laid it all out with everything happening. How easy it is to get discouraged. Trust me, I go through that. I know it. It is, it sometimes can be a daily battle. But again, we are conquerors through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our victory is in Christ Jesus. So stay motivated. Um, what is it? I wrote down here, what motivates you? Uh, I wrote, I'm sure that there are many who can't seem to find any motivation these days. And like I said, that's totally understandable. But remember what the task at hand is. Remember that there are many who, if the Lord came right now, and I know there are a lot of those out, you, out there who are listening, that some of your own family members would be left behind. And we don't want that to happen, happen if at all possible, and we can help it, and you guys can. God's given us each talents. God's given us each giftings and abilities in order to be able to use them and employ them for His glory and to bring others to Jesus Christ, okay? It is a privilege for us to join God and His work. And so it's important for us to stay motivated. How another way we could stay motivated, just like we're doing right here, right here. Yes, right here. Cece, my family here motivates me. For those of you guys who don't have a church to go and fellowship and be involved in a Bible study, this is why we do this as well. This is one reason why the Lord said you got to go live because I, the fellowship in here is super sweet. It is so important for us to fellowship with one another, to not, um, to, to not stop doing that. What we do here, what we do in the fellowship hall on the Telegram channel, what you guys do with, you know, connecting with one another, that is huge. That is one of the biggest motivators. It spurs us on to keep doing the work that God has called us to do. And you know what? Even though you might live in an area where there is no church, well, then, you know, you be that person to share Jesus Christ because there are a lot of hurting souls in so many different places all around the world. And God has put you exactly where he wants you, whether that's in Europe, Asia, Africa, uh, Latin America, or here stateside. We are missionaries where God has put us. You don't have to fly to another country to become a missionary. Your workplace could be your mission field. The workplace was my mission field for many years. So, Let's stay motivated in the Word of God, in prayer. Let's make sure that we fellowship with one another. Let's talk with each other. Let's call on the name of the Lord. Let's really, really make it a point, now more than ever, to stay focused and motivated in doing the work of the Lord. Here's another one which goes hand in hand with what I just shared. And I'll try to button it up soon, because I know I'm long-winded. Stay engaged. Stay in the fight. It's easy for us, again, to become weary in the fight for good. It's very, very easy when life's uh, blows gets you down. 
And there are a lot of you, trust me, my heart goes out to you. We're praying for you guys. Ruthie's praying for you. My wife and I are praying for you. There are many people praying for you, okay? Life has a way of getting us down. Kind of went over that. But it's important for us to stay engaged in the fight now more than ever. And uh, these, like I said, staying motivated and staying engaged, for me at least, they kind of go hand in hand. Um, it is really our responsibility. It is our God-given duty to get up and to keep going and to, to work towards that finish line. Because the enemy wants nothing more, boom, than to pound you one and just to tell you better stay down. Oh, yeah? Well, you know what? In Jesus' name, that is the shortest prayer. In Jesus' name, I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He who began a good work will be faithful to complete it. Okay, so he's got our back, our Lord and Savior. He's got our back. So we need to remember we've got each other to help us to get to pick ourselves up. We got our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We lean on one another. Stay engaged in the fight. Whether it's being a light for Christ at work, staying committed to prayer. You gotta, if if you're involved in local politics, be engaged, be a light. We need lights. If you're, if you're in entertainment, be a light, be engaged in that industry, which is so, so dark. Uh, Tim Gaines, he knows, I mean, he, he could tell you the, the, even the Christian music industry, it's not what it's all cut out to be. We need to be a light wherever we're at. It's important. We need to be a light in our families. I know that some of you uh, wrote in and said, hey, please pray for me. I'm going to be spending Christmas with my family who they're, they're not believers at all, but I want to be a light. I want to share Christ with them. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That is it. That is what you need to be doing. Because though, and I'm preaching to myself here, though we may not see the rewards here on earth, what awaits us in heaven on the flip side far outweighs whatever we could get here. And again, I am preaching to myself here. So may we stay engaged doing God's work. Now is not the time to give up. Now is not the time to relax. L listen, let, let me give you guys a confession, all right? I'm going to confess something right now. And Ruthie, you know this. And my wife knows this all too well. I really didn't want to do this, be solo. To me, being solo like this is intimidating. It is. I, I want to turn and go, what did you think of what I just said? And you, why don't you talk for a little while? Uh, let me turn you over there and you can talk. But there's no one over there. And that's intimidating to me. This is a massive challenge for me to actually sit here without anybody that I can actually call on. It's a challenge. But I remember I made a commitment to the Lord when I started doing this. I said, Lord, if you open the door, I will walk through it. And my wife is the one that said, you got to do this. You have to do this. And you know what? I'm leaning on our Lord. I'm leaning on the Holy Spirit to speak through me. And you know what? As hard as it is, I love doing this. The more I do this, the more I feel like we just, the Lord grows us closer and closer. But I'm doing it. And every single one of you has a calling. And as hard as that is, we can come up with a million excuses why we just throw the towel in and go, I give up, I'm done. And I've been there. I have been there. I have wanted to throw the towel in for one reason or another. 
But praise God for the people that are around us who are on this chat, right? And who are not letting us quit. And I want to encourage you, do not be the person. Do not be that person that gives the Lord the talent back, that buried it and said, Lord, here's the talent you gave me. I buried it and I didn't use it for your glory. Don't be that person. Not because the Lord is going to come down on you and rain hellfire and brimstone on you and you know what? That's not our Lord, okay? That is not the way he operates. Let me tell you that. He doesn't operate that way. But um, a long time ago, while I used to listen to Pastor John Corzin a lot. I actually have his commentaries right back here, okay? And um, <clears throat> he gave a sermon on... Revelation, and it really didn't have a whole lot to do with Revelation, but anyways, he talked about heaven. I know heaven is in Revelation. Don't email me, okay? I'm getting there. I'm landing the plane. Just bear with me. And I remember that John Corzin said, I believe that the only tears that are going to be shed in heaven are when we're standing before the Lord, and he shows us the things that we could have done for him, but for whatever reason, we chose to not do it, okay? Whatever reason that is, not using your talents, we will cry because of the things that we could have done for him and he could have done through us, but we chose and we refused not to do it. Don't be that person. I ran from God's calling for a long, long time. I knew that I needed to do this because I, it was just, it was like, uh, like Jeremiah says, if you didn't speak, you just had this fire within you and you just had to say it. And I ran from his calling for a long, long time. And I want to encourage you guys, don't. Don't. You will be, you will be in the best place of your entire life when you're doing the work that God has called you to do. Okay? Wherever that's at, you be a light for Christ using the talents and gifts that he has called you to do it. So remember, stay engaged. And the... Well, this isn't the last thing. Second to last. I know I'm going long, so please forgive me. Are you guys okay if I keep going? I just want to make sure. I know you guys have stuff to do, so please just, you know, either a thumbs up or just say, dude, you need to land the plane, lade. You're talking too long. You've been telling us so long for already. Land it, okay? Okay, so so do we do we do I keep going? You want me to? Yes, no, because I will. I'll keep going. Okay, thumbs up. All right, keep going. Here we go. Caterlin, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, here we go. So this is point number four. Um, stay committed. Stay committed. Those of you guys that are married and you've been married a long time, or even for some of you guys that have been married a short amount of time, or you guys are engaged, commitment is a huge deal. When we've committed our lives to Christ, guess what? You no longer own your life. We no longer have a say in our life. Guess what? Our Lord and Savior paid and bought and purchased our life with His blood. And when we gave our lives over to Him, He owns it. Praise God for that. That's huge. So stay committed. Commitment is a huge, huge thing. Look, I know that the current prophetic landscape can seem so depressing. I talked about that. We kind of went... I mean, I see the comments here. And for those of us, for not the not those of us, for those that are not in Christ, 
those that are of the night, as 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 says. What is coming is the worst time in human history. We cannot even imagine what's coming, okay? And that's why it's of prime importance, as I've been stating and just over and over again, that you share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stay committed to the Lord. Stay committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, it's easy for us to deviate. I already went through that in point number one. It's really, really easy for us to look to the right. Actually, that's my left. To look to the left, to look to the right, to get distracted. It's super, super easy. But it's ultra, ultra important that we stay dedicated to what we're doing, right? Now is the time again to put that plow to the field. And no matter how tired we are, we got to be committed to plowing the entire field, whatever it is the Lord has called us to do. And again, these all kind of tie in hand in hand, right? So it's important for us to be doers of the word. We, we can't just read the word of God and just sit and fold our arms and go, cool, I did my part. I went to church. I read the word. I'm good now. No, 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 no. The word of God tells us to be doers, not just hearers of the word. There's a big difference between hearing and listening. Big difference. When you listen to what God is telling you, he is telling you to put feet to your faith, to put to give your faith legs, to actually do something, to get moving. Stay committed. Stay committed to the Lord. Okay? Don't compromise. Now is not the time to put yourself in compromising situations. Don't do that. It's really, really easy for us as believers, if we're not careful, to put ourselves in compromising situations. Don't do it. It's really, really important to stay committed to the Lord. The closer we draw to the Lord, okay, the easier it's going to be for us to turn away from the distractions that are at hand and from the, the, the distractions that Satan is trying to put in our path. Remember what, here's the, okay, I'm sure most of you guys know this one. This is for book number three. I'm going to read this verse, and uh, I'd like chapter and verse. Chapter and verse. All right, here we go. Let me get to it. That's like the worst when there's signs, but I love the sound of Bible pages turning. It's just beautiful. Okay, here we go. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. What is that? What verse is that? I'm going to read a little more, but that specific verse, I'm going to be looking there. Okay. Chapter and book, uh, chapter and book, book and chapter. All right, here we go. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. There is only one way to the Lord, only one. And it's important for us to share that way with, our Lord, uh, with those around us. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus was saying that. Again, stay committed to sharing 
the gospel with the truth, which is Jesus Christ, with a dying world around us, with a dying world around us. Let me see. Um, oh, man, I missed it. Did anybody get it? Uh, let me see. Let me scroll back here, and then I'll keep going. Uh, Ruthie, if, if Ruthie or one of my lovely moderators would be able to just keep an eye on that and let me know, I will go ahead and send out book number three. All right? So that's all three books. Don't worry. I'm going to be doing this from time to time because I think it's great. I love doing this. I love getting good material into your hands. All right? I think this is fabulous. So again, stay committed. Be a doer of his word. Commit yourself to memorizing scripture. I'm talking to myself. Learn how to use the sword. I know this looks like a little one, but this is the sword of the spirit. Learn how to use the sword. Put on the full armor of God as Paul writes in Ephesians. We're going to talk about that just a little bit here at the end, okay? And here I go, landing the plane. I know I've been long-winded, but I'm landing the plane now, okay? Finally, as we near the end of 2022, which is three days away, remember that right now, is the time that we have to have enough in the tank. Enough in the tank. Um, I've, I think I've shared this once before. I'm going to share this again. Uh, Carly, you were a swimmer. You will totally get what I'm talking about right now. Um, our son's a swimmer. My wife was a club swimmer. She was a butterflyer. And so they know I did soccer. I didn't start swimming till late, late. But anyways... For most of you guys will know this analogy. In the sport of swimming, and I know in other sports too, um, you, you want to leave enough in your tank so that you could go what they call, a, well, you, can, you want to try to go a negative split. You want to try and go faster on the back end of your race than you do on your front end of the race, okay? So whether you're going to be swimming a 200 free or you're going to be swimming a 1650, which is the mile, you need to leave enough in your tank so that towards the end of the race, you don't slow down. You don't want to do that. Towards the end of the race, you want to have enough in the tank like Bobby Fink. Okay, a lot of you guys know the Olympian Bobby Fink. He's a distance swimmer. You have got to give it your all. I'd encourage you guys to go watch a, a, a race by Bobby Fink, the 800, I believe. Go watch the 800 in the Olympics and see exactly what I'm talking about. It's super and super important for us to remember that the back end of our race is more important than the front end. As believers, okay, the way we go out is more important than the way we come in, all right? It's super, super important. Like Britt said, now is the time to sprint towards the finish line, not to slow down, not to get winded. <gasps> Give me a second here. I got to catch my breath, man. We don't want to do that. Again, I just went through all these points. How do you do that? For those of you guys that are going to be watching this on the flip side of the live stream, go back and watch them again. But it's really, really, really important that we leave enough in the tank so that we could finish our race and finish it strong. Because whether we graduate death or whether we graduate via rapture, which I pray we all do soon, we all want to hear the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant. All right. 
we want to be faithful to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We want to be able to open up the sack and go, look at the return. Well done, good and faithful servant. Come on in. Well done. Boy, what a glorious time that's going to be. It's going to be awesome. God is awesome. That's where we're headed. That's what, that's what 2023 and beyond, if the Lord tarries, holds for us. What's coming for the believer is glorious. It's glorious. Sure, we went from bad to worse. And for the non-believer, it's going to go bad to worse to more terribler, to more worser, right? Because those are proper vernacular. For the believer, it goes from bad to worse to glorious, to amazing, to, to what, what, what our minds can never conceive. Our eyes, uh, we just, we, we, we don't know. It, we, can't, we cannot put into words what Christ has ready for us. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive the things which our Lord has ready for us, for those of us in Christ Jesus. So, family, be encouraged. Yeah, December 31st is on Saturday. Oh, no. Yeah, on Saturday. So you know what? Hang out with your family. Celebrate 2022. Celebrate what's coming. If you guys are going to get married, well, then get married. If you're, get, if you're vying for a new job, well, you do your best at that job and be a light for Christ at that job. If you're, gonna, if you're planning on going into politics, do it. We need lights. If you're planning on going in the entertainment industry, do it. We need lights for Christ. In the art industry, do it. That's where I come from. We need the light of Christ to shine there. In your families, do it. Be the light of Christ. This is amazing what God has ready for us. So don't be discouraged. I want to encourage you guys that the best is yet to come. For us in Christ, the best is yet to come. So happy new year. Amazing new year that's coming. Why? Because that means we're that much closer to the Lord coming back and taking us out of this ugly morass that this world is in. January 2022, we were one year away. January 2023, we're that much closer to the Lord coming back, right? Perspective, perspective, perspective. So um, let's see, Ruthie. Yes. Okay. So we got the three winners. Please, 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 before I finish up here, I know I'm just kind of jumping in here. For those of you that won the books, I need you guys to connect with me through the website. All right. So remember how I showed you guys to do that. I'll remind you again at the end. But remember to do that. I don't want to forget to send these out to you. Okay, so um, remember that none of what's happening right now is catching the Lord by surprise. Not one bit. So take joy that our days, the days ahead, are better than the days that are behind us. I know that that does that just sounds that just sounds weird, but it's not. What 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 the Lord has ready for us that are in Christ Jesus, it's it's amazing. It is amazing. Now look. I want to say something here. Some of you guys wrote in and said, you know, my heart is heavy. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to spend time with my family that they're non-believers. I'm going to be with them at Christmas. This might be the last Christmas that I have with them. Yeah, it might. It very well might. This might be the last New Year's too. And only the Lord knows that. That's why it's so important to remember to share Jesus Christ because one of these days, 
Like Pastor JD said it too, one of these days, this will be my last podcast. One of these days, Pastor Jack is going to be gone. Jack Hibbs. One of these days, um, Pastor Tom Hughes is going to be gone. And I pray that every single one of you guys that's on here is gone too, because the reunion that we're going to have in heaven, in the clouds, oh man, that is going to be so amazing. So amazing. I mean, seriously, I can't, I can't wait. I seriously can't wait to spend eternity with my Lord and Savior. We're going to have one-on-one -on -one time with Jesus Christ. All the pain this world's ever had, gone. Gone. We get to hang out with, we all get to hang out for eternity. I mean, think about it. The things we're going to be able to do on the flip side of this world is going to be insanely amazing. Insanely amazing. And so I want to encourage every single one of you to know and wait in expectation that our Lord and Savior is coming soon. It could be 2023. I don't know. It could be 2024. Some think it could be 10 years, 100 years from now. The Lord is the one that knows when he's coming. But I will tell you this. If we are in the season of the Lord's return, how much closer are we to the rapture of the church family? So take courage. Be encouraged. Have a great December 31st. Because even though you may not know, and I may not know, what is on the flip side of 2022, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who hung on that cross willingly and bled for you and me and is at the right hand of the Father, He knows. And that we should rest assured 100%. So don't be, can't, don't be downcast of your future. For us, it's getting brighter and brighter. And like I said, the, the catching up of the bride is coming very, very, very soon. So look... Folks, I really pray that this was encouraging to you guys. The New Year's coming. Uh, I wanted to uh, do something a little different. And uh, I don't want to leave without encouraging you guys with Scripture. Okay? Okay. So let me go over here. Now, I can do that accent because I'm from Argentina. And yo hablo español. So anyways, I can do that accent. Okay? So do not get all upset at me. That sounds more like Speedy Gonzalez, which I used to watch. But anyways, okay, let's go to Psalm 139, verse 3. Psalm 139. For those of you that have your Bible, you can go there right now. Uh, the book of Psalms, if I could ever get there in my little book, my little Bible here. Psalm 139. Wow, as I'm turning these pages, I don't like to go fast because I'm scared I'm going to rip a page. I don't want to do that. Psalm 139. Verse 3 says that he is acquainted with all my ways. Let me start back in verse 2. Verse 1, let me go there. Oh, Lord, you have searched me. You known me. You know my sitting down, my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my path, my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Family, the Lord knows you. The Lord knows exactly what you're going through. He is extremely acquainted with every single one of your ways. 
He knows what's going to come out of your mouth before it ever comes out. He knows what you're thinking right now before you even think it. He knit you in your mother's womb. He knew your days before you were even born. And so he knows each and every one of us intimately. He is our heavenly father. And I want you to know and be encouraged that whatever it is that each and every one of us are going through and they're all different, he knows it. And he will use that for his glory. Okay? So be encouraged that he knows you. He knows you. Call out to him. Call out to him. The other one, Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 18. I want to encourage you guys to read that. That is for us putting on the full armor of God. Remember to do that. Put the full armor of God on. I want to encourage you guys. My brother, a dear, dear brother, Ron, um, he's encouraged me with that many, many times. And I am so grateful for him, and I'm very grateful for his friendship as well and his brotherhood. Um, and you know what? Let's do this. This is what I'm going to close with because I've said I've read this before, but I think this is apropos in light of 2023. All right. So let and you guys all know this. Let's go to First Thessalonians chapter four. Okay, verse 18. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 18. And I'll give you guys a little time to get over there. But uh, okay, that's enough time. All right, here we go. Brothers and sisters, family, listen up. This is the rapture, one of the rapture passages, right? Favorite verse of this whole chapter is verse 18. Therefore, and remember, when you see the word therefore, you need to know why it's therefore, what it's therefore. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Well, what is the Lord telling us? Why should we comfort? Um, what words should we use to comfort one another with? Well, let me share with you guys. For the Lord, starting in 16, for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, that's you and me, we who are alive and remain shall be caught up. All right, there's the rapture word right there, caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. And then if we just drop down a little bit more, chapter 5, okay, chapter 5, verse 10, it says, um, I'm sorry, verse 11, it says, therefore, Comfort each other and edify one another, just as you are doing. And brothers and sisters and serpents and doves family, that is exactly what we're doing. We are, we are fellowshipping, we are comforting, we are uplifting, we are building each other up, praying for one another, and that is what is huge for the body of Christ. I want to encourage everybody to keep doing that. Love on your brothers. Love on your sisters. Pray for each other. Let's lift each other up before God Almighty, before the throne of God Almighty. What a privilege. What a privilege it is for us to be able to come before the throne of God Almighty whenever we want, okay, at any moment, and that is huge. So let's take advantage of that. I think that, not I think, I know that we underestimate the power of prayer. We underestimate the power of prayer. Let's not do that because 
when we pray to the Lord, whoo, amazing things happen. It's like the best. It's like so good. You wouldn't believe it. So I want to encourage you guys to pray, all right? Let's lift each other up in prayer. Yes, my lovely wife. That is my wife, my beautiful wife, Psalm 1. Love you, babe. Um, so anyways, listen, I hope this encouraged you guys. I don't want you to go away from here and be, you know, um, downcast because there's no reason for us to be downcast. The Lord, again, we serve a big God and he's amazing and he's coming back soon for us. And so, hey, as you go about your day tomorrow, as you go about your day on Saturdays, you go about your day. Wait, the 31st is Saturday. Just remember, when if you guys watch the Rose Parade, boring. But if you do, we forgive you. I understand some people are into that. I mean, if you see one float, I guess you've seen them all, right? But anyways, if you guys do watch the Rose Parade, I hope that it's a reminder of how our Lord sees the end from the beginning. He sees it all, and he's never late, and he's never early. He's just on time, always. All right? So I hope that uh, uh, that encouraged you guys. Yes, Happy New Year. Let me try that again. These are weak sauce. These are totally weak sauce. You know, they used to make a little noise, but they don't anymore, so... Oh, well, it is what it is. So Serpents and Doves family, um, be encouraged. And for those of you that might not know Christ, if you're watching this on the flip side of the podcast, I want you to know that 2 Corinthians chapter 6 says, Behold, that now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. If the Lord is tugging at your heart, because the Holy Spirit is the one that initiates the work of salvation, we we get to sow seeds, but the Holy Spirit is the one that initiates that work. And if the Lord is tugging at your heart, don't put it off. Don't grow calloused to the calling of the Lord. Don't do that. You run the risk of being uh, calloused and uh, for all eternity spending time in hell. Don't put the calling off. If the Lord is tugging at your heart, answer that call, okay? Don't give me grief because I said answer that call. But the Lord knocks. He knocks on our door, on the door of our heart. It's, 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 we need to answer that, okay? So if you don't know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you to come to know Him. It, your life is going to be changed forever. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. And with that said, listen, I have the gospel cards right here. For any of you that want the gospel cards, I will send you 20. That's weird, right? Can you imagine if Klaus Schwab, the Lord got a hold of his heart, Klaus Schwab saying, look, listen, all of my bazillions of dollars, well, guess what? We are all going to, I'm going to invest them into the mission field and gospel cards and sharing the gospel with everybody. How cool would that be? That would be great. Ha, 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 ha. Anyways, that would be amazing. Nothing's, it's all within reach of the Lord. If, if the Lord changed a man like Paul, he can change anybody. But listen, I have the gospel cards. If you guys would like these, I will send you 25 cards for free. We're working. My wife is, is working to get the ones out. We're running a little behind. Just be patient with us. 
We will get these out to you. If you want 25 of these, I will send them to you at no cost. Okay. Um, let me see. Let me get over here to show you guys how to go about getting the cards. Go to the Serpents and Doves website, which is right there. That's just a thumbnail. Okay. Just a thumbnail. Go to the Serpents and Doves website. Click on the connect. For those of you that won the books, this is exactly what you're going to do as well. Click on the connect, put your name, email. For those of you that want gospel cards in the subject line, you're going to write gospel cards. For those of you that won the book, just write, I won the book. Um, and then down here in the message for the gospel cards and for the mailing for the books, I need your mailing address. So please leave us your mailing address. I will send you 25 gospel cards um, uh, on me, okay? If you want more than 25, uh, like I always say, and I know I sound like a broken record, the only thing I would ask is that you would just consider, prayerfully consider leaving a donation to help offset the cost. That's it. Now, listen, if you can't, because I know that finances are ultra, ultra tight, if you can't, don't let that dissuade you from getting more than 25. I'll still send them out to you, okay? because I don't want that ever to be a hindrance for the gospel to get out. So anyways, okay, folks, um, I think that about does it. Uh, this was great. Uh, do we send to New Zealand? Yes, we do send to New Zealand. So if you want cards, New Zealand, just hit us up just the way that I did. Thanks, Carly, for bringing that up. Um, you know what? Uh, I would take questions, but uh, being the fact that it's late and we went an hour and 40 minutes... And I'm doing all kinds of voices right now. Um, I'm probably going to not take any questions. Unless they're easy questions like, hey, what's one plus one? Okay, that's easy. Just don't make me think a whole lot. But anyways, listen, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, to the new mods, Carly and Jacqueline, you were amazing. Ruthie, right? Weren't they great? And uh, Ruthie did, of course, as always, as always, a fabulous, fabulous job. <laughs> Yes, Jacqueline, she, Richard, yes. Um, anyways, um, so thank you guys. You know, it's, it's kind of always weird to close off. It's, uh, that sounded, yes, Bullwinkle. Yes, that's right. Um, so how many of you guys used to watch Bullwinkle? Right, Rocky and Bullwinkle? Oh, man, I used to watch so many cartoons. That's when cartoons were actually good. Cartoons stink now. Two plus two, Tattoos and Jesus. Man, that's C2. Now you're starting to get into to the bigger numbers. So, by the way, Tattoos and Jesus um, has a channel. Dude, you got to post your channel on, man, uh, so people know to go. You taught through the Book of Rev. Are you done? I know. I'm, I love fellowshipping with you guys. Did you finish um, your uh, series on Rev, dude? I'll check to see if you, if you answer here. If not, anyways, it's all goody. So, listen, thank you guys all. This was fun. Um, I will, I will, yes, check. He did. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, listen, is this something I, I'm going to ask again because I just want to make sure. Is this something that I should continue doing? Yes, no. That doesn't mean that I'm going to stop having guests on and interrupting them and talking over them. I'm going to keep doing that. Yogi Bear, I don't know how to do Yogi Bear, but do you guys, is this something you want? Yes, no, I will look in the comments. If this is on the flip side of the live stream, just comment below if you guys want these to continue, and uh, I will 
do that as well. Cheerio, mate. Pookie Martinez said, Cheerio, mate. This was lovely. I'm sure everybody now is going to go. I've got the thumbs up, and this is great. All right, absolutely. Yes, solo. Okay, Cece from South Africa. Thank you, thank you. Um, okay, perfect. Got it. Okay, Pookie, but on Friday nights. Dude, really? Friday nights? I don't know about that. I don't know. Eh, maybe. We'll see. Uh, okay. Very cool. To the Serpents and Doves family, I really hope and pray that you guys were encouraged, blessed, challenged. Remember, get into the Word of God. Get the Word of God into you. It is super, super important. Um, if you're going to make New Year's resolutions, I am. I need it. I'm going to do that. I want to lose weight. I want to get all buff like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I want to get muscles like out of my ears. They got to be big. So my New Year's resolution is going to be to uh, get in better shape spiritually and to get in better shape physically because we got to last. You know what I mean? We got to last. We got to run. We got to save enough in the tank. You got to swim like crazy that last bit, the back end of the race. Folks, we're in the back end of the race. We're in the back end of the race. So don't let off. Right now's the time to go to the gym and get all big and buff and stuff, okay? Anyways, all right. <laughs> enough of that. Or I'm going to just sit here and just keep clowning around. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful New Year's Eve. Have a blessed New Year's Day. And uh, if you're going to watch the Rose Parade, remember uh, what I said about the Rose Parade and what our Lord, uh, how he, he sits above everything all of time and he sees the end from the beginning. Okay, folks, may the Lord bless you, keep you, watch over you. And uh, until the next time, I'm excited. We'll be seeing you guys. By the way, if you stuck all the way to the end, uh, Tuesday is going to be with Pastor Brandon Holthouse. All right, folks. So um, we'll see you guys then. All right. Lord bless you. Bye.